Yo, 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 when we back, 2234 Podcast, episode 5, got my boy Jay Blaze in this hoe. What's good, what's good? Got my boy KC for another one. Yo, what's good? Uh, This week, we ain't gonna have a name for it, we just gonna go off the top. Uh, so, starting off, how everybody week been, man? Shit, you got it. Man, my week been straight, uh, like... At this point in my life, dog, all it is is working, writing, and reading. Just been reading books, writing music, writing material, and then just going to work so I can make the paper. For sure, gotta gotta work, bro. Uh, what about you, Casey? This past week was cool. Um, just started new with Jay. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Made the bread, like my boy Jay Blaze said. Shit, just trying to. Save as much, save up as much money as possible, so I can, you know, what I'm saying, live the way I want to live, and shit, keep my head up. Really, I say the same thing every time. Shit, keep your head up. For sure. How you been feeling on this new day? Oh, the mother, little. You gotta get up a little early, but mm-hmm. I mean, besides that, we don't really do shit. We just be cleaning a big ass warehouse that's like damn near a mile each way. In the warehouse, like going from one end to the other is damn near miles. So shit, it's a lot of cleaning to do, but that man, it's cool. too damn big to be cleaning the whole shit. And you, and you fucking <laughs> that whole big as fuck, bro. That whole big than a bitch. Biggest warehouse I ever seen. It's for a Dollar Tree, so I can only imagine how much bigger them hoes get. I think I heard about stuff that like yeah, they hiring everybody. Yeah, I almost got on until UPS put me on. So. For sure, hey, shit, how the UPS treat you? What you um, doing up there? Um, right now they got me um, as a package handler, small sources. Mm-hmm. You you know what you get. Mm-hmm. Some days be more busy than others, and but for the most part, it's a um, it's straight. For sure, for sure. <clears throat> Just trying to get this shit together real quick. Uh, so shit, introduce yourself, man. Jay Blaze, yeah, aka Jay Dot. You know, I be writing, be putting pen to the sheets. Like, I always like since I was young. Like, I started writing when I was about the sixth grade, and like now it's like the the first opportunity I was I've been able to like put my sound together to like mm-hmm. develop myself as an artist. So like I like the type of music that I make. I like the direction that I'm going with myself as an artist. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it's just building my artistry of just working on my craft, the dexterity mm-hmm. and my skill set and all that. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Just applying the pressure and letting people know that I'm nice with it, just in general. What would you say was like <clears throat> your biggest influence? like? To make you get into like writing music and stuff. You say you started in sixth grade, but yeah. like, what made you start at that like young age and then continue to do it like even on to today? Well, where I started with it started with my pops, like inadvertently, because my dad used to like do little freestyles in the car. And he used to say, man, just rhyme, man. And I used to be scared. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. He was like, it's real easy. Mm-hmm. Then one day, like, um, I tried to put a rap together. And I just, I grabbed me a notebook. And I wrote probably the courtiest rap ever. But 
that was the start. And ever since then, I just took it and ran with it. Like, it's not even something <laughs> I look at to do for, like, a career or anything, but it's just fun. Like, it's right. fun to create art in right. general. Right, and I damn near kind of feel like what this what this podcast shit is. It's like my type of art because I have my ways of, like, talking shit, but also giving out gems while I'm talking that shit. So it's like, it's a balance. Bro, here's the thing about art that, mm-hmm. in general, that I think is, is, is beautiful. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you're an artist, I feel like you're in a special group of people. Right. Because... Art is basically a a form. I'm straight. Art is basically a form of displaying the things that we see, do, and feel every single day. Right. And when you're an artist, that means you've been blessed with the ability to create those things, create. so that you can capture the emotions, the thoughts, <coughs> and feelings of other people. Yeah. So it's like I'm in a special group. Right. We're in a special group when right. we create that kind of art. Mm-hmm. And then when you're really good at it, you you become in an even more elite class. Right, right. Because you're a creator and you could create, it's endless. Yeah. And shit. I mean, that's that's just kind of for me because I, I've been sitting on this brand I have called Boss. And I wanted to manage music, possibly put the podcast under it clothing brand just just start building my own empire but it starts with one venture first so that's why i feel the podcast was perfect because i know a lot of upcoming entrepreneurs and rappers and artists and creators period so what this is is just giving all of us a platform to get our name and our voices out there you never know what ears and eyes are looking so that's kind of where I'm at and why I started this 2234 podcast because I've never seen nothing like it out of Mo City. So that's what it is. Uh, how do you feel about this platform and how it can possibly improve Houston's music scene or Houston's scene, period? Um, I definitely love the idea. I love the 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 thought of putting the mo on the map like mm-hmm. it's so much talent like people don't realize it's so much talent out the mo like most people only know mo city for zero and travis scott right. but it is so much talent just in this every city and i spoke on that on the first podcast i was just like it's so unique how i seen so many people and now that we're at the age we're at Everybody just go on their different ventures and be successful and have some kind of eyes, and they're not just you know sitting sitting at the house you know being bums. You may have some bums, but most of them are thinking of how they want to get out of this place and how they want to you know visit the world and everything like that. So I just found that unique about where I came from, just seeing everybody want to do better just because of them and not because of other people want them to do better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, like, most cities is, in general, it's a, it's a home of talent. Like, it's a, it's a whole crop of talent. And 
I feel like if we all support each other, like, yep. you know what I'm saying? Supporting each other, like, sticking together, not beefing over senseless shit or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, trying to pull each other down to bring ourselves up. Like, you know, I feel like most city could be one of them cities, like, you know what I'm saying? Not in a, not big as far as, like, the, as the size of the city, but, like, it could be known for music like New York or Atlanta or right. you know what I'm saying Cali or I mean you know what I'm saying cause it's, the talent is there yeah. we just gotta come together and put ourselves on yeah. really I think that's too. I think that's the main thing like just putting each other on and like coming together and stuff cause if you notice like for example in Atlanta it's like once one person like in a crew or a squad blow up the whole like squad just it's like a domino effect, yeah. And I think that's what like the difference in how things have been. Shit, even in Houston too. Like a lot of people in Houston don't really just like fuck with each other fuck like that. Just always yeah. everybody on their own different shit. Right. Or yeah. if they like even don't fuck with each other, they ain't gotta like down each other. Right. Type shit. I think right. that happens a lot, and I think that kind of hurts the brand as a whole and like being together and shit like that. Yeah, like. Need, like certain parts of Houston be all clicked up and shit. Like, yeah. like oh, we don't fuck with these niggas on this side. No, we don't fuck with these niggas yeah. on this side. Like, like nah, bro. We all Houston. We all Texas. We all the South. Right, so, yeah. like, cause at the end of the day, you gonna get buried by yourself. Yeah. And that's just point blank period. No matter what click you in. So shit, I just feel like we all need to come up with this mindset of. You don't have to fuck with them, but if you could tolerate them to get some money, get some money. But also, don't you don't have to down them. Yeah. You don't have to talk down on them. Just, I don't know, to... Uplift yourself. Or right, like right, to make yourself look good. Because at the end of the day, if you're a stand-up nigga, you know that shit gonna come regardless. Facts. So... You ain't even got to be worried about another nigga lane of what somebody else doing. If you just stay on your shit, anybody that come is either helping or they, you know, they right beside you. Right. On, on some shit. So, mm. and I was kind of having this conversation with Casey, I think. Like, life is a highway. And nobody gets on that hoe wrong, right? Because if they getting on that whole wrong, they're looking for trouble, correct? Right. So if everybody is on the same highway, but in their one lane, everything can flow smoothly. But if someone tries to get on the wrong way, it's going to fuck up the whole flow of everything. Right. And I feel like everybody should just let the highway not get traffic. No traffic jams on the highway. Facts. And if you don't get it, you don't get it. But if you get it, you do. We all pull it from the same end of the road. We ain't trying to play tug of war with each other. We all trying to reach a certain goal. So, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the objective at this point. Right, for sure. Right, right. Um, y'all got any fuck shit that sat with y'all this week? Um... Like any anything that stuck with y'all in particular before we get this thing rolling. Uh, ain't no bullshit. Uh, 
bullshit happened this week, uh, not this this week. I mean, nothing besides, I mean, all jobs are bullshit, pretty much. <laughs> but the new job, like, <clears throat> I mean, it's just all, like, <coughs> any job you work at, that will probably going to be some bullshit, more than likely. Do you want to, like, expound on that? I mean, like, for instance, we got a manager, his name Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, he's white. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, at first, we thought Ryan just used to be walking around because he just watching over everything, and that's just what he liked to do. But it's not just that. They say he be walking around a lot because he don't know what the fuck going on. Mm-hmm. But he the manager. Like, he managing a whole group of people. But he don't know shit that's going on. And he probably getting paid six figures close or close to it. So, I don't know. That's about, that's about all the fuck shit I got. But all jobs are bullshit. Just know that. Uh, how you how you gonna know shit? You the manager. Right. Like, how you like, get that position? Like, way I was taught, the way I always knew it was, the employees get paid to know how, and the supervisors get paid to know why. So... Like, sure. if you're a supervisor and you don't know why or how, <laughs> I don't get that. That was a good-ass analogy. So um, what about you? Any fuck shit? Any fuck shit. Any fuck shit. I mean, nah. I seen some fuck shit. Um, people robbed this store with, like, regular mask on, like, the the doctor mask, uh, <laughs> you know? And it's just, like, with COVID... Elevating in the H, and this was also in Houston. The people robbed the robbed the store. It's just like they keep asking us for masks, and they making it mandatory. And we coming out of pocket if we don't wear the masks. But what's gonna happen when people start using these masks for financial financial like gain? You know what I'm saying? Or to commit crimes and shit like that. Like what's what? That's a backhand, right? I mean, <coughs> I, I never thought about it like that, but because I kind of seen it coming to this, bro. It's just like when you people are, people are naturally creative, mm-hmm. so you just giving them another way to be successful in their crimes by giving them a whole mask where you only can see their eyes. I think I think in general, like. Criminals gonna find a way to criminal regardless. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know. The mass the mass to me, like, if it's for my safety and I know it's gonna protect me from like, you know what I'm saying, getting that hoe and spreading that hoe to other individuals, I'ma wear that hoe and I be expecting people to wear that hoe publicly and social distance and all the safety precautions necessary. Because, you know what I'm saying, we can't enjoy our life or do none of this shit we love to do if, you know what I'm saying, people not going about the proper procedures of being safe with each other. Mm-hmm. It's just going to keep spiking up and this shit just going to all hit the fan. But so, criminals going to criminal. Like, it, I don't care what kind of rules you put in place. They're going to they gonna find ways around it. They're going to find ways to break it. That's why they're criminals. Like... So, how did you feel about COVID in general? Because I don't, I don't think I spoke to you. So, how you feel about this whole COVID shit, period? Um, 
I do want to say like it's it's very serious, like like so. People out there, like please mask up, like wash your hands, social distance, to do all the necessary procedures. But I think it's not as it's not as deadly as I thought it would be to where it would cause this severity, like like to where everybody is in on lockdown pretty much. But I think it's more so of the contagiousness that's making it making everybody in lockdown as opposed to how severe the actual disease is. Mm. But the way like the way things are now, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the stuff we love, like the sports and being able to go out and have fun with our friends and all this other stuff, like we can't do that stuff mm. with this going on. Yeah. You know, a lot I had a lot of friends that didn't get a chance to graduate and well they graduated but they didn't get a chance to walk across the stage. Yeah. Uh see their family and you know, get them they didn't get a chance to enjoy that moment. Yeah. Some kids didn't have a prom and stuff, so mm-hmm. it's definitely like devastating from that aspect. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like you've been like affected by the COVID since everything has been going on? Um, I haven't personally been tested, so I don't know if I personally got it, but I haven't felt anything like directly. Like I haven't felt sick or, you know, I haven't felt any of the symptoms. I looked up the symptoms and I always check to make sure. In fact, my our job we have to like do a survey making sure like we don't have the symptoms or we haven't felt any symptoms so right. um I'm always checking it double checking on that so so is it that you're afraid of not knowing or is it just you don't wanna find out? I don't even, I don't think it's either one of them. Like I'm not mm-hmm. afraid of, of not knowing. Mm-hmm. It's just that, I don't know, like, it's like, all right, I'm going to protect myself. Right. And, like, if I feel like I'm good, then I guess, you know, I feel like I'm good. Like, I don't don't see no sense. I don't see no thing in fixing something that's, like, you know, broke. And plus, like, it's probably people that do feel symptoms. Or they may feel it and, you know what I'm saying? If I'm just going there taking the test just because when somebody else might really need to, uh, might really be concerned, I feel like it's better for them to get that ahead of me. Yeah. If I if I felt, like, concerned about it to the point where, like, okay, I might need to be tested because I'm feeling this, this, and this, then I'll go do that. For sure. I'm about to say, shit, with me, I just... I just ain't, I really just ain't had a chance to go, really. Um, I haven't felt any symptoms. So I don't know if either I don't have it or, or like I've been very fortunate not to get it or I'm asymptomatic, which I mean, we all know it's a possibility because asymptomatic people don't feel the symptoms, but they still might have it. 
And I mean, it's been said that they don't spread it like as easily as people that are like mean that do show like symptoms and stuff like that. But if you asymptomatic, like you're not gonna feel it. So maybe that's like a thing that I guess I can get over. Like if I like if I am and just go get tested just cause, mm-hmm. just for the sake of you know people around me and people I see for the most part, family for the most part, like seeing them, especially like you know what I'm saying our older relatives that might you know what I'm saying. Right. Like kick the bucket right. because of it. But like for myself, nah, I haven't been too concerned like that. I I kinda feel like I haven't been as concerned because I know on the last podcast or probably a couple podcasts ago, I talked about like how in the fall time I felt like I was showing the symptoms of it but nobody knew what it was. So I kinda feel like my immune systems that my immune system, like, coming out of that shit, it just built up and became better. And, I mean, I haven't stopped living. Like, I haven't stopped doing all these things. I mean, I've been taking precaution, washing hands, all that shit. I wear a mask to wherever I need to go. But... I I don't know. I don't want to say... I don't want to sound stupid and be like, oh, yeah, my shit not going to get it because I already went through it. But it's just like... I don't know. I feel like it's a bigger play at hand with that whole COVID shit. Like... That's how shit is spiking up. And before I go on this, rest in peace to everybody... That has passed from COVID. Our condolences to all the families that have suffered through this. But all this spiking up, I feel like we had the most activity. I mean, New York did what they were supposed to do, and they stayed in like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Houston had a lot of activity. Like, on the first shutdown, nobody really shut down. Mm-hmm. So... They, I feel like they have to figure out another way to get people to be like, hey, you know, sit the fuck down. Like, like I feel like they're trying to figure out just different ways to to get people to sit down. I, well, I was uh, I was having a discussion with someone, and mm-hmm. they was saying like, yo, just. Like, literally just shut everything down. Like, literally, like, ain't nothing open. Like, how everybody, like, at the crib, like, for two weeks. And I was thinking about it. I was like, it don't sound like a bad idea, but at the same time, can you really shut down everything? Right. Like, literally everything. And you're going to have to pay people because time is money. Right, and I mean, these these places asking for rent, you know, they not waiting right. two weeks, so it's just like they they can't. We gonna have to keep working because that was just like the first time they tried to shut everything down, and that niggas was still asking for bills. Right, but I feel like what happened with the what the re part of the reasoning for the spiking. It's not only because I think people uh, stores reopen too quickly, but I don't even think that the first wave of COVID was even like 
the real first wave. And what I mean by that is that, like, the numbers that we probably saw from the 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 first wave wasn't even all of the numbers like because people wasn't getting tested as much right and it and it testing wasn't as accessible and it wasn't as uh we didn't have the same knowledge that we do now so it was like when they seen like the numbers was going down that i get like that they assumed that that meant oh well that means you know it's gonna be we're gonna be good. Like you could see, like facilities and stuff start opening back up. Um, schools start sending out emails uh, with the assumption that by August it was gonna pretty much be over. But then, come June, come July, everything start kicking in, and you start to see what what we was really at. I think. What we see now is where we was really at, as opposed to beforehand. I think the I think the protests had a lot to do with it too, though. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, like having that many people out there, like having, I mean, the one in Houston had sixty thousand, the one in Austin had, I don't know, it was double digit, like at least ten, twelve thousand, like. Having that many people in that area, like, of course, people are going to get it. That's a good point. And they all took it away to wherever they went. Yeah, so there was people traveling and stuff, too. So they were just going back to where they were. Yeah. Um, and just kind of the, the risk that people took going out there and protesting. But mm-hmm. I, I mean... I think that do have something to play with the numbers. I think, uh, I think at that point, didn't nobody give a fuck about COVID. Right. I think people, people forgot. Like, people really... I mean, they still had that mask on, I see. Yeah, people still had masks and shit, but at the same time, it was like, people really forgot. Like, that's that's really how all the 2020 been. Like, it's just episodes in the fucking season. Like, shit just people focus on it. Every month is something, bro. I think, I, I said this, I think 2020 is the worst year of all time. And, like, depending on what happens within the next couple months, it's finna distance itself and not even be close. Like, just with everything that has happened within a year, like, like I can't, it's not even like no really like silver lining you could like point to. It's like all our, all our, all our celebrities are being torn down by, you know, cancel culture and mm-hmm. the public and like, People are dying, like, just, it seemed like everybody died. It seemed like every time I look up on social media, it's somebody notable that is just passing away. Like, mm-hmm. like it started with Kobe dying, like, that hurt. Yeah. But then, like, you starting to see just, like, everybody passing away. Like, the girl from Glee died. Night of the Yeah, she, she died in a lake. Right. Saving her son. I yeah. heard she saved the son. Like that's like that's just crazy. Like it's it's you can't even script this. Like if somebody told you if somebody gave you a movie script and said, Yo, this is how the movie is gonna go, it don't even sound realistic. Like it could be like this, but Yeah. It is, man. Yeah, I mean shit. Sad but Sad thing is, like life goes on. It does. Yeah, 
Like, it don't stop for no man. So, I think 2020 is going to be one of those years, like, 10, 15 years later, they're going to be like, where were you when this happened? Like, how people, like, it was for 9 11. Like, where were you when 9 11 happened? Mm-hmm. That's how 2020 was going to be. Like, what was going on in at this time? If, if fucking shit get canceled, like, if they do the NBA restart and then they can't finish it, because whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, NBA getting canceled in, in general already, that how it set you above a lot of different years because mm-hmm. niggas just used to have an NBA. But you cancel NBA and NFL and like everything else. To me, that just make it really fucked up. Like that's gonna make it. I really don't see how you can like. I guess like with basketball, I could see how it could work, mm. but I don't see how you could socially distance and like practice all the procedures and play football. It's just it's so many people. It's like. It's 53 players, and then it's a bunch of coaches, and then, like, you playing other players, and you got all these. It's it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. At that point, they saying, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that shit, but, uh, shit. Since we're on it, we're going to get into sports. How y'all feel about James Harden and police mask? But they just say he don't got internet, so he don't know no better. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I really don't think he knew, like really, because yeah. if you if you look up the mask, like unless you just look up exactly what it's for, he said he just used that, huh? I mean, yeah, he to probably cover thought, his beard. He probably thought it looked cool, like he probably found it in the store somewhere that it looked cool. People just trying like overdo the cancel culture, bro. Yeah, bro. Like I'm gonna be real with you, like. Somebody had showed me the like the the tweet that the Rockets and it was like, yeah, I knew this nigga fucked with twelve. I was like, where you where'd you get that from? Like I didn't know what he was pointing out. Like what's you talking about? Niggas be looking for shit, like, bro. Like and like and like the like the was was referring to Meek when Meek was like he probably didn't know what the mask that the mask like meant that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like that's. Ain't nobody know that shit. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, nobody just looked at him and be like, ah, this nigga 12. But, like, I feel like Thug was doing too much and, and, like, trying to respond. Like, I feel like he was just talking shit. That's what Twitter is for. I mean, yeah, but I don't think it was, like, it was necessary for him to say that. Like, but that's know. his nigga, though. I think they fuck with each other. Yeah, he do. He fuck with uh, Baby Gunner. Oh, like all the fuck with James Harden. He probably, but it's just like if you was talking shit for one of your homeboys, like ah, he ain't know no better. Like he just talking some shit. He mm-hmm. don't care. The way he know he ain't gonna get no punishment from it. Yeah. The, but maybe I maybe I misinterpreted the tweet wrong. But the way I the way I read it, it was like. Cause I remember, cause Meek was defending James and saying, "Oh, what? I ain't really know about it." Yeah. And it seemed like Young Thug was trying to go at Meek for saying, "Like, nah, don't speak for him. Let him speak for himself." And he was, and like my t- my thing on it was, no, I ain't seen nothing speak like that. I mean, that's that's how I interpreted. Cause he had said, 
I, I had to pull the tweet up, but he had said something about like uh rapper speaking for him, like he can speak for himself. I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, me can't do nothing but say what everybody thought. Yeah. Like pretty much. So like uh, I ain't get that, but I think they all fuck with each other though. So that's that was just probably talking shit to each other. Yeah, I could be wrong, right? Um how y'all feel about the Madden 21 versions came out, just came out? Um, see, a lot, I play let's Madden a lot. Let's say this as a Baltimore fan. Well, from a Baltimore fan. <laughs> nah, I'm going to let y'all boys argue for a little bit. <laughs> now, look, see, I don't really trip about the ratings, especially the initial ratings, because they change so much based on who have a good year, it's live, it's live ratings, like live updates. And right. Stuff like so to me, like I don't like I don't overly care about it. Like people have their debates on who should be what. Like is Michael Thomas really a ninety nine? Like I heard people, I've heard people argue about that. Or, you know, I heard people like have disputes on certain niggas. Like to me, it's like I right, bro, just. Just play the game, and then, like, we're going to see in the season who should be what. And they, they, the man going to adjust the ratings. Okay, so we had a dispute. Okay. How do you feel about Lamar getting the 94? I felt as though it wasn't that big of a deal because – yeah. I mean, I have to see what the what the, like – attributes are right because right, right. I feel like if his attributes reflect who he is as a quarterback and it just so happened to be a 94 mm-hmm. then I don't have no issue with it if the attributes don't reflect his abilities mm-hmm. then I do have a problem with it okay but okay. he was like third behind Russ and Mahomes, right? Like that was the that was. Yeah. I think that's. I think it, personally, that's how I would rank them. Like if it was in general, if you want to trip on, who should be <laughs> like should he be three overalls higher? Should it be two or one? Like that's. I mean, that's all. You know, that's. I feel like that's all fair game. But as far as them being one, two, and three, I think that's pretty much what it's supposed to be. Because I was saying, like, just for the year he had and being that he is the cover athlete, I was like, a 94 is, like, kind of unacceptable. Like, I feel like it's 95 or more if you're a cover athlete. I don't know, bro. Peyton Hillis was a cover athlete. Uh, I was saying. Peyton Hillis just had a hell of a year. He did. He did. But I'm saying, for coming to be Lamar and what year he did have, yeah, I mean, it, he ain't go to the Super Bowl, but he did. It's one of it's one of the best years by a quarterback we ever seen. Like in general, like just it it was rev it was revolutionary. I mean, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I would have to see the the attributes, the personal attributes. Like right, because I mean, if we, I mean, I don't think they changed. Much from how it was on Madden 20, I think on Madden 20 right now, Mahomes a 99, Russell 97, and uh, Lamar 94. So, 
Lamar, I mean Lamar OP on Matt Twenty, so you know. Oh shit! Well, I was wrong in that. I was, well, let me let me ask this: We had this debate too. We was talking about like the MVP. What makes an MVP? I got that. What What does MVP mean to you? But he could in, in football. That. Or just in general. I mean, alright, so we were speaking just about, about football because it can't, we, we came to the MVP argument because we were saying how he felt like Lamar should be, since he was the MVP of the year, I mean, MVP of the season in the NFL the year before, he should be like a 95 or greater, or 96, 97. And I was like, I said, that don't necessarily mean it's true because MVP really could be somebody that really just has such a spectacular year. Like, even if they're not the best player or have the best, like, skill set. Like, of course, we know that Lamar can't throw the football like Holmes can, right? Mm-hmm. But if he still had the same amount of yards, using his skill set the way he is and being, like, good the way he is and not how Mahomes is, he can still win MVP even if he's not the best player. I see. So, and when we was talking about that, we were saying, like, the MVP of the league, what was you saying? It was like he's the most valuable player in the league. I was saying it's like levels. Everybody mm-hmm. has an MVP. on <coughs> <coughs> levels you have everybody every team has their MVP correct right so I feel like from that the league they pick from those MVPs and I feel like they kind of balance out their values and that's how they pick MVP of the league plus you know all the extra highlights and shit like that my take on the MVP is, okay, you don't necessarily have to be the best player per se. Like, like we view you as the unanimous best player in the league. But to me, it's about who has the best season. So what that constitutes is the, the statistics. So you have to statistically be at the top. And your team success has to reflect as such. So, with Lamar's case, he did something uh, no other quarterback did, which was throw for 3,000 yards and rush for 1,000 yards. And he broke the record for the most rushing yards by a quarterback. And on top of that, the offense was one of the best offenses in history, being the only offense to rush for 200 yards and pass for 200 yards on average per game mm-hmm. and rush for the most yards in NFL history. Yeah. And you have the best record in the league, winning uh, 12 games in a row, going 14-2. and two. So <laughs> all of that in unison mm-hmm. makes that the MVP, just mm-hmm. like when Mahomes, he threw for 5,050 touchdowns. Yeah. So, and then on top of that, you know, the Ravens, like, if you look at their schedule, they beat a lot of good teams. Like, 49ers, the Seahawks, 
Uh, they beat the Rams. They beat the Texans. They beat the Bills. Close. Uh, close too. Yeah, I mean, and that's like I said. I mean that if you beating the best teams and you putting up great stats and you having record breaking records, like that's MVP to me. So this is what I was saying about MVP. A lot of the times, it'll be decided on how, like, if they took that player off that team, how good would that team still be? And I was just saying, like, if you took Lamar off the Ravens right now, how they play and how they, like, get their offense to go, it would fuck up everything because I don't think RG3 could do what Lamar does. He's not a – Lamar, I mean, RG3 is a quarterback that can run versus Lamar is a running quarterback that can throw, read a defense, do it all. But RG3 is not the runner that Lamar is. And I don't think, I didn't, like, I felt like Lamar became, was MVP because one reason, I think if Pat would have stayed, like, healthy the whole year and threw for the same amount of yards. It would have been more of a debate. I think they would have gave it to him just because it would have been like they feel like he's like he's the he's the Chiefs like without him the Chiefs don't move right so with Lamar like without him the Ravens like people feel like the Ravens wouldn't move I feel like the Ravens wouldn't have been as successful successful without him I pers I mean I don't think any great player that you take off of the team the team is is as successful with them mm. I just think. The the how good how good the team is, like changes the levels. So like oftentimes people say, oh well, like like they use this in the Jordan Lebron debate. They say, oh well, when Lebron leaves, the team don't make the playoffs. When Jordan leaves, they still made the playoffs and they got to the second round. But my 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 counter to that be like, okay, so what you telling me is that the Bulls were a playoff team when without Jordan and the Bulls are a dynasty with Jordan. So like to me that's equal to okay, a team that's really good with the player and a team that's bad without a player. If you can elevate them. I feel like all great players do that. Mm-hmm. So I mean it it really to me it come down to statistics and like how good your team is overall against other competition. For sure. Um, um, yo, when we back uh, from brief intermission, we're going to start. Uh, how y'all feel about this DMX and Snoop versus coming up? I feel like it's an odd combination. Like, I feel personally that Jay and X should have went against each other because I feel like their their styles are more compatible. They kind of wrapped in the same era. Those two artists were, like, connected with each other. So I feel like that would have been a better matchup. I think with this matchup, it really is just going to come down to preference. And they all come down to preference, but I don't think you can really match them up and say, 
who's really better because this thing Snoop does better than X. Sting's X does better than Snoop. I don't think it's a good matchup in my opinion. Uh, me, I don't know, man. Cause Snoop got like all the hits, and I don't know if he got like any deep cuts that's just hard. And uh, X, he just hard like lyrically. Uh, so I don't know. I'm gonna have to go with. Coming out of this whole snoop, just because of the hits and just the public, like, perception of the public sway, the public vote, I feel like Snoop gon' like, gonna have that over X because don't nobody really know a lot of shit from X. So, Snoop I think, is my vote. I think I agree, Snoop. Because the reason why uh, reason why I say Snoop is because like Snoop's like run with music went all the way into like the twenty tens and all that shit and he was still like putting out like hits versus right. DMX like he had his peak and his peak was up there with the greats. Yeah, for sure. Like with anybody really. But like when downfall came and it just happens for some people, like to no fault, like, of his own, really, because he, he he just went through what he went through. But, shit, Snoop was still, like, progressing and shit. He's still going with the trends and still, like, making hits. So, mm-hmm. like you said, with the public perception, he still probably... Listen, he gonna, he gonna edge it out for sure, bro, just because he Uncle Snoop and it's, like, DMX already, he digging out a hole. See, that's that's where I think is I disagree because mm-hmm. I feel like X is gonna remind niggas like no, what his sure. catalog is like. For Cause sure. like when you really dig into his catalog, he got a lot of shit he can pull from. Right. He can pull from shit he did with Hove. Yeah. He can pull from the Rough Rider shit that he be doing with the locks. He can, and he can pull from his own catalog. Like he got a lot of he got a lot of joints mm-hmm. that like people gonna like, you know, be reminded of how how cold he was. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And the thing about it is, it really don't matter how long your run is or when your run was, because it's 20 songs. That's why I have my opinion. I thought 50 would uh, be T.I. in a versus. It may definitely be debatable and it's close because T.I. got yeah, a deep catalog. But cool. even though 50 run, it, even though I think T.I. is a better rapper and that 50's run wasn't as long as T.I.'s, mm-hmm. his short run is so much... It was yeah. so many bangers in that short run, so that's. I think it's just gonna come down to preference. If you like Snoop, then you gonna favor t- more towards Snoop. If you like X, you gonna yeah. favor more towards X. Every mm-hmm. that's really what it's gonna come down to. Cause I don't think their their rap styles and their music is even compatible. Yeah, for sure. Who's a good Houston versus? Oh, I was actually uh, I was actually talking about this today. Um, 
Somebody said Zero and Slim Thug as a matchup. Zero and Slim Thug? Yeah. That's a cool one. But I don't know. I would rather put Zero with Trey. Just. Nah. I, I would rather. Zero, zero, zero might watch Trey. But. Slim Thug? I feel like Slim Thug, Lil Flip. I would say Lil Flip. And, I mean, this is personal. Just Lil Flip and Paul Wall. I'd like to see it. Yeah. Lil Flip, Paul Wall. I think that would be. I feel match. like Mike Jones, Paul Wall. Uh, I think Paul Wall watched Mike Jones. Uh, you think so? Yeah. I think he slumped up. I mean, I slumped up. I think Paul Wall might watch Mike Jones, bro. Paul Wall was cold, bro. bro but bro. Mike Jones was cold as hell. Yeah, but I mean, bro, you got to think about it, bro. Like, not only do Paul Wall got his own catalog, but he got the shit he did with Chameleon, bro. If he, like. Before they started beefing. Yeah, like, look, if he played. If if he play in love in love with my money, like I don't I don't it ain't too much Mike Jones got to beat that. Like, you know what I mean? Like I don't know, bro. I don't know. Bro. I, I fuck with Mike, bro, but I I help Paul Wall in that one that pretty easily. That's a good one. What was your Houston Rapsies? That was the one? Yeah, Lil Slim Bow Wow. Yeah. I think that would be it. I'll take flipping that one. I think I said mine for both of y'all. was like, come back. So. Uh. Fuck it. Uh, where we, where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Oh, how y'all feel about TSF and where they been going and how shit been moving for them. Like, they kind of have an empire since they came into the shit. Talking about who we... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, I respect TSF for, uh, you know what I'm saying, building that shit. Because, uh, you know, to build a brand and everything and to keep it going. That shit like, takes a lot. It takes a lot. And it ain't like, you know what I'm saying, they was just... The most popular, like over the last few years, they've had to fight. Like right. they've had to fight and stay where they at. Because, right. like I remember, a lot of people was on Sauce Walker, and then they kind of got off. Mm-hmm. Especially when like Sunch stopped doing music and shit too. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of people kind of got off him, and people starting to come back now, and they starting to kind of get back up there. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that boy Peso doing numbers and shit. The boys been the whole little, like how uh, they had Maybach music, how they got Young Money, just QC shit. Mm. The boys got a lot of niggas, bro, and they shit making them all famous. Like the boys Sada just signed with them boys, mm. but I I had like feel like they the next rapper like a Switch House, like or they mm. could be better. Interesting. I think that they could be this era's rap a lot of switch out, rap a lot or switch house. Right. Because of course, people that grew up like 
with rap like yeah, Swish House, it ain't gonna ever gonna be the same. Right. They gonna be like they'll never touch them. But right. as for this era being that like leader in like the South Side, I mean it's not South Side, Houston like music scene and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, they could be that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. However they do it, people might not like the ooey shit and all that. But mm-hmm. That's how they do it. That's how they they create their art. Man, it, for me, people people always don't like some shit until they do. It's like if you hear it enough, you gonna like it. Right. Like you gonna find something to like about it. Yeah, I remember like people had a problem with one more rap and like. Now that's the style. Like it's mm. like you just you heard it so much you just grew to accept it. Like mm. I think that's how it is. Yeah. Uh, coming off of that, I got who the fuck shot Meg and why? Uh, that's here. Twitter, the Twitter streets been having conflicting reports, but like. Coming off, well, coming off saying that, like, uh, I don't know, prayers out to Meg. I know she not in the right mindset right now, but prayers to her and whatever she going through, that shit serious, but how y'all feel about that shit? Like, based on what I've heard, like, first, like, I heard that at Tory shot her. Then I heard that toy shot at niggas that was shooting at her. So it's first story first. Like the second story first. Like, cause the bodyguard was like, uh, I then I seen something that his bodyguard posted on that Megan's bodyguard posted on social media Mm -hmm. was like, if anybody knows me knows that if I was with Megan that shit was gonna happen. And she said, um, she he said something about uh, a nigga that's not gonna shoot it in the foot. Like she, now she gonna be with a nigga that's not gonna shoot it in the foot. And I'm like, nigga, so they gonna aim for foot, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, did Tori like I don't, I don't, I don't really know what happened. No one knows what really happened, mm-hmm. but she's just confused. Well, this is the thing that I feel about it. The whole narrative. Went from Tori was like defending like Megan because he shot back at some niggas that shot her in the foot trying to rob them or whatever. But then once the other story, well, once she actually responded and put out a statement saying the story that's out there is that's not the story. Like, that's not the story we should be listening to. That's not true or whatever. And people was like, oh, shit, well, what happened? Then they saw, like, you know what I'm saying, the Twitter, you know, detectives. They saw that Megan unfollowed Tori on all social media. Mm. So once that once they seen that, they was like, "Oh shit, Tori shot Megan," and people like ran with it. Mm. And now that's the story that's out. Like people talking about, if I see Tori Lanez, I'm gonna whoop his ass and shit like that. Like, but I mean, she also put out something saying that uh, she see where she need to be at. She need to protect her energy. She mm. can't be moving around. Like this, so I feel like that's another factor that people is like that boy shot her. Yeah. And then it's like he shot her because she was trying to leave. I don't know, but why would she get back in the car? 
Like, she was in the car when the police, like, pulled them over. But, I mean, you got to think about the times we in, too. Like, she a rock in the place. She black. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe what happened was, and I feel like, maybe Tori shot her in the foot on accident or something. Not saying this will happen. I'm just saying this is a possibility. He somehow shot her in the foot somehow accident or messing with her doing whatever he shot her how you shoot Meg the Stallion in the foot <laughs> bro he 5'3 still though like <laughs> shit this is how you can aim for at that point <laughs> that's crazy what? nah he out of pocket like spending money I mean I don't like he's blessed to even be in the vicinity <laughs> Of Megan the Stallion. What is what Bro, the fuck? I, you go shoot her? <laughs> I don't man, I don't know, man. I guess he might have been trying to rush. Her That's some bitch ass shit if he did it. Period. He, I mean if he if he did, I don't think whether it was an accident or not, I don't think he gonna I don't know if he'll shake back from it. Not like not but not be the star like he was. And he independent. Yeah. I think and Tory Lanez was cold too. Yeah, I think with Tory, bro, like he probably was doing just doing too much and yeah. and and fucked up, like drunk or some shit on some stupid shit. Like yeah. if it was pro, it's the story is probably over so, some of the stupidest shit and could and could have been completely avoided. But and I think that's probably why Megan said what she said, like. Yo, I need to protect my energy and my space because the type of platform she is and the level she at right now and the potential she got to reach, like, you know what I'm saying? She probably like, I can't involve myself in no stupid shit like right, this yeah. because it's going to fuck up everything. Everything. Yeah. I mean, people been saying shy girl summer like this year. Shy girl summer? Yeah, like last year it was hot girl something. Oh, shot. That's an old ass shit. Real shot girl shit. Real shot girl shit. That's fucked up. It's just jokes. It's just jokes. But she good though. Yeah, she's straight. She really got to make a hundred shots. Thank God. Hey. For sure. On some dog shit. Hey, I thought about this with Meg. I was having this conversation. Like, I always said that I wanted to see Meg's music evolve. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You think it's getting there? Like, you think you think like some shit like this would like I think speed it's boosting it, up? it. Yeah, cause I, I think it's gonna boost it for sure, bro. This is the thing I want her to evolve because I don't want her to be just the girl that talks about. Yeah. Shaking ass yeah. and titties yeah. and all that shit, like, cause she actually is cold. Like, yeah, she's cold. She cold MC. Like, like, like to me, what I think, like, why Nicki is held in such a high pedestal is because with her music, it ain't just about that. Like, it ain't just mm-hmm. about oh, she got a fat. She can rap she, anyway. She, yeah, yeah. She talk about a lot of shit and she go in dip. Like, the emotional dip is key. Mm-hmm. For an artist, cause and she got all type of music, bro. Yeah, 
She done did the pop shit. She done did the slow shit. She, you know, got all type of shit. The rapidy rap shit. It. She got a high because people connect with her. Like, people feel what she be saying. Like, mm-hmm. I always tell artists this, and I just believe this in general. Like, if if your words don't matter, like, make your words matter. Because if what you saying not matter, then, like, your shit ain't going to transcend beyond, like, the generation that you affected. Right. Like, your shit just going to, it's going to start and end with the niggas that you, that saw you. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, that's what she gotta do. That's the next step. Um, this is quick. How y'all feel about Logic retiring? <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how y'all that's feel about? Uh-huh. Why people hate Logic? Like, does anybody know why people hate Logic? I Ooh. think people think that Logic is corny. Like. Oh. They think his they think his rap style is corny. It, like to others, it it almost comes off as like a wannabe Eminem because he he he's black, but he doesn't have the persona or the look of someone that's black. Yeah. So it's kind of like you know what I'm saying. It's just it's just real. He he comes off real corny. But I used to listen to Logic. I mean, oh, for real. Yeah, I forgot the name of his shit that I used to listen to, but I feel like personally, I mean, he got, he has, he can rap, like he has talent rapping wise, but he don't have the impact, you know what I'm saying? He don't got the impact to affect the people the way he does. Um, how y'all feel about the... Young Thug and Pusher situation. I don't think I got to talk about that last podcast. Mm, I think that... I don't know. Like, when you deal with people with, like, a lot of different, like, ways that they do things, especially with Push, mm-hmm. Push probably don't give a fuck about what nobody else thinking. He just gonna do whatever the fuck he want. Right. And then put it out if they... Except they say it's good, but it's good. So, like, with the whole Young Thug and Push thing, was it like that he put a verse on the song dissing Drake? Yeah. Uh, on the Pop Smoke song, it was him, Gunna, and uh, Pusha. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Pusha it got the same management as Pop with Stephen Victor. So, yeah. it was his dibs. He picked... Thug and Gunner to be on that hoe. Mm-hmm. So that boy did a little Drake diss and Thug was like, Why the fuck why the fuck you do that while we on that hoe? You could have did that on your own shit. Type yeah, shit. Like you know we cool with Drake. Right. Shit. Right. So him you know, he just I guess like saving face but stepping out there and being like he ain't fucking with it. I I think okay. Thug has a right to feel how he feel or right. push got the right to feel how he feel too right. cause from Thug's perspective it's like yeah you know what I'm saying that's my mans I don't really feel comfortable that you dissing my mans mm-hmm. while I'm on the track which I ain't even know this shit was gonna go down like this Right. but to Push's defense Push is like nah nigga Drake does this shit all the time where he disses niggas 
other on other shit. people's shit. Yeah. And so it's he like just doing what he doing. Exactly. It's like okay, we we in this war, we playing this game. Like all right, I I know how we playing. So because I know you'll do this shit. Right. So like I'm only playing by the rules you set. Right. So I understand push saying like, nah, I don't get, I don't need your respect, my nigga. Like I know what the fuck I'm doing, yeah. and like for people to say that, oh well, you shouldn't have did this on pop smoke shit. Like I'm pretty sure if pop smoke had push on the app, like if pop smoke was alive and he heard that shit, like he would have endorsed that shit. He would have been like, yeah, go do that shit. He it's not right. like, it's not like he disrespecting that nigga pop or. Talking about that nigga, it's, right. he would have fucked with the verse. He, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, right. For sure. Um, y'all listen to them new Khaled and Drake songs? No, I actually have not listened to it. Like, it's I'm down. What you thought about? Uh, the Grace one. That how hard to me. Sound like weekend. The uh, Grace. Yeah. And the other one, pop star, that was cool. But I feel like with Drake and Kelly, he just be giving him throwaway verses. I don't feel like he really work on them like his shit. Like he be like bullshit. Yeah, point. Like that turn up to the max shit was bullshit. Um, only one he he went hard on is I'm the one. That was that was what that was called. You, th- you mean I'm, I'm on one? I'm on one, yeah. yeah. He did kind of kill that hoe. Uh, other than that, bro, I feel like he be giving them throwaway verses. He did for free, but he kind of stole that hoe. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> bro. He kind of stole that hoe. He say, hey, you need some shit bad. <laughs> then Kelly be asking for the vocals. <laughs> oh, bullshit. <laughs> Man, like... I don't know. They probably just know that whatever they put out is just going to be a hit. Just like, off default. It's yeah. just because of their name. Yeah, I think that's just what it is. And, and they're just making money. Because Drake always going to go harder on his own shit because he got something to prove. Like, uh, I feel like when he rap with certain niggas, like, he going he gonna to spit. Yeah. Like That's when, what I'm saying. Like when he be like when he do songs with Ross, like he he come with it. When he did, uh, I was listening to Jodeci Freestyle the other day. Oh yeah, he ate the fuck out that. He, yeah, he, he came that, with it. It's a it's certain niggas that I was like, damn Cole, shit. Yeah, I still think Cole had a better verse than Drake's too, but he Drake came with it though. That's what I'm saying. Like he always, but I feel like all them niggas. That pick, pick and choose who they do the shit with. Yeah, I mean, depending on like who it is, like how you saying Drake do certain shit, like with Drake and Wayne. Drake always run he gonna run that hoe every time with Wayne. Yeah, he always run that hoe when he on a song with Wayne. And he was talking about that shit on his radio, uh, Wayne Radio. Mm. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Um. Shout out that boy Lil Dave and Buddy Roll. That boy released a song called Sentiment. And uh, that boy Lil Dave is supposed to be releasing the album soon. 
Shout out to them boys. Um, money bag versus bitches. Y'all been y'all been seeing that money bag been getting into it versus all the bitches. Just got talking, into the K Michelle. Talking about cause what? Cause he was buying shit for. Her. I don't know, man. It seemed like when he posted his bitch, like all these bitches just came out the woodworks. Pissed off. I mean, like. People, I noticed this in general. I feel like when you a celebrity, people be expecting like not only yourself, mm-hmm. but like your spouse to be like way above them. Right. Like money bag, yo gal look like a regular gal, like just anybody. I said I ain't even seen that. Like, all right. Oh, all right. Yeah, all right. Oh, I'm tripping. He posted. He posted. I mean, I know he bought all the birthday shit, huh? Yeah. And okay, that was money back. So I don't know why his I baby mama else. came out with some shit, and I just right. seen the day like he got into it, came and show. He acted like he ain't know it, but he had a video with her. So that just placed up right now. I'ma just tell money back, yo, from experience, bro. You'll never win that, bro. When you going when you going at it with the bitches, you gonna always lose. Every time. It's just it's it's not gonna work, bro. You just gotta you just gotta let that shit go. So you gotta take your L gracefully. Yeah, cause I mean just chill, don't say shit. Yeah, cause bro, when you, it's it just don't it just don't work like you can you'll never win that as a man you'll never win that mm-hmm. they'll always get you mm-hmm. you just gotta accept that for sure for sure uh, y'all got any quick topics off top real quick quick topics. Something I've seen, bro. Hold on. Shit, I want to address this bullshit. These bags of the Zazas and the Runts, bro, we, we, we peeped the play, bro. <laughs> we peeped the play, bro. How we got the Zazas and the Runts? Yeah, with the George Floyd OG to the Obama Runts. We peeped, bro. Y'all gonna make niggas just take trips to fucking California and get their own shit. If that's gonna be the case. But if anybody supports and is professional and got the real shit, please get at me. The 2234 podcast. Um, I don't know, man. I got a quick topic. What's up? It's really just a quick drop. Uh-huh. My top 10 Kendrick songs. God damn. Do we, like, gotta make the list or we all gotta have 10? I mean, you really ain't even gotta make the list. It's just something that I just felt like Do saying. you have a list? I already got my list. Okay, let's hear it. All right. It's no particular order, but Fear, Money Trees, Mad City, High Power, Blow My High, Hood Politics, The Recipe, DNA, 
All right. And for 10A and 10B, I got rigor mortis and ADHD. Oh. Uh, I'm going to take that rigor mortis. Uh, yeah, I got rigor mortis over ADHD. And it's, it's some it's some things I left And on. I'll put... That cartoon series. Uh, I, I was just going to bring that up. Like, that's... That's probably my second favorite behind Rigor Mortis. I'm a little biased because Rigor Mortis was the first Kendrick song I heard. Like, yeah, that was the first Sheesh. time. Like, I was actually in class. It was like my freshman year. Someone was like, bro, you gotta listen to this Kendrick Lamar dude. And I was like, huh? I was like, who is this? Like, so I'm like, he played, he played Rigor Mortis. And I was like, I, yeah, this nigga is nice. And I started blowing in. your mind? Yeah. That shit funny. I started fucking with the whole That was a good little topic. Um but yeah, I'll take Rigor Mortis. Uh and I was gonna say I switch ADHD with uh which one you said, high power? I got high power on there, yeah. Yeah, I switch I switch that money with that one. I but that cushion orange juice hard too. Yeah. Well, Cushion Corinthians, I mean. With me. I mean, I do have a favorite. What? Fear. That's your all-time favorite? Like, I don't know. I just feel that how, like, they talk about the fears and shit that he had, like, when he was younger. Yeah. That's when he was, like, a teenager and shit. Mm-hmm. And shit he got as an adult and shit like that. Right. Just different things that he fears. And it's like... That shit was crazy the first time I caught what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. I didn't he I didn't catch it on the first like listen. Mm-hmm. As like nobody really gonna catch anything that artists be talking about on the first listen. Right. You gotta listen to it more than once. Yep, that's what we talking about. I think like I think that's why like when a lot of people listen to shit, like it's only a certain few artists that as soon as they shit drop, I'm gonna go listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this is like baby shit. I ain't listen to baby shit until like probably a month after it came out. Cool baby. Little baby. Uh-huh. Not the baby. Mm-hmm. But like just cause I just wanted to get like a fresh like set of ears on it and not see what everybody's saying on social media. Right. I just wanna indulge in it and on your own talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it all come down to the like the concentrations of the listener. Yeah. But thing is, like, you might not like what everybody like, 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 certain, like, I be on some R&B shit here and there, and, like, you just hear shit on the fly, like, in episodes or some shit, or they just play some shit, and then you hear the voice again, and be like, bro, who the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, I just found this girl named Baby Rose, she hard as hell. Baby Rose cold. And. I don't know. I fuck with Ari too. Ari Lennox too. Yeah. Ari Lennox cool. I fuck with SZA. I think that's where I really be getting half of my like music from is just either from. Brent Fire is hard as fuck too. Yeah, for sure. Like really just shit listening to shit either playing the game or watching the movie or watching shows and shit like that. Man, it's so many songs I learned from. Many of 2Ks and Madden's, like, shit I would have never, ever listened to in my life. For sure. Like, 
I got some songs downloaded from 2K20 right now. For real? It's bit. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it, it, be the, it, be the, it be the white songs, man, that be making a difference, though. Like, it be the... It be them rock songs or them white pop songs, country songs that you never listen to, but you playing that the game and you hard. hear it. Oh, my God. That would be hard as fuck. I'd be like, bro, what? Look, it That's was, why them boys got picked for I a think, game that went national. I think well, it was... Worldwide. I think it was 2K17. <laughs> I think it was 2K17 where Young Thug had that joint. Uh... uh it's good, good times. Yeah, like I would have never listened to that song, but like that song hard, bro. That, song. that was on uh, yeah, Euphoria. Yadi had said Future and Thug are the ghosts, and they need to be respected as such. The ghosts or what? Period. Say Yadi said that. I think that I think the go word is thrown around too yeah, loosely. Like, too what is the goat of what? What are you saying you're the goat of? Like, if we say goats of like Atlanta, there are some goats of Atlanta. No, are they? So, <laughs> 103K is. I mean, we, I mean, I'm just saying, like, talking about numbers wise and shit like that. I mean, of course. People had their preferences, but well, that's who he grew up on. Like that's right. who was big when he was growing up. Right. Like I mean, people gonna have different shit. Like if you ask me, the ghost right now in rap, shit Kendrick, Cole, and Drake. Like no discussion. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you got people that probably can out rap them for sure. Mm-hmm. But as for what they do, like so what is Kanye in that? I think Kanye. I think Kanye is more so like. I don't know. He he in his own shit like. Like he the monk or some shit. Yeah, he he not really like in the game no more. Like he like a manager or something. Like he, that's what Kanye is. Like he's still involved, but. He's surpassed the point where, he has the people's full undivided attention like he's not Anytime. at the peak he's not at the peak of that like like every artist has it it's not saying that if he says something or if he puts something out people ain't gonna go to it but it's a it's a every artist has a point in time where like as far as the music industry goes you are the main focus of it yeah. and I think that time for Kanye has passed you think so? Cause yeah. still to this day, everybody still talk about everything he do, like everything he puts out to the media. Right, but he is not the center of the music industry because he, we know, we know what Kanye represents. Like I feel like Baby is more at little Baby is more at the center of the music industry and people's attention right now than Ye. Because, like, strictly speaking on music. Yeah, strictly yeah. speaking on yeah, music. Just on, but I'm talking yeah. about, like, everyday life. Like, he done made it to the point where if you, if he do something, it's damn near going to be on CNN. Well, yeah. I mean, 
that's what I mean, that's what Ye represents, but because he's built that up over time. Mm-hmm. But I'm talk. I was just talking about as far as music goes. Mm-hmm. This it's it's always a time where you gonna have the center of attention of the of the game. Like everything's gonna be focused around you, and then that time is gonna pass because because we want to focus our attention on another artist. Right. Yeah. It's a cycle. Yeah, for sure, it's like cool. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Quick topic. How y'all feel about people, our people supporting only if it's like, um, like he say, she say, like hearsay, and they not supporting off of their own judgment. Like, just to go just see on anything. Own, right. I think that's kind of like what makes shit tainted. Like uh, the support can be tainted. Right. So, like, for instance, like if you putting out some music, something, and people don't say shit about it, or people not saying that whole vibe, then other people not gonna go check it out for themselves. Right. Like, they don't realize you can play some music just doing everyday shit. Like when you get up in the morning, brushing your teeth, you could put on some shit like if it's somebody that asking for your support mm-hmm. like just like check it out for your own don't yeah. wait until somebody say it's live oh now right. I'm gonna go check it out right like oh what's live about it yeah I mean it's, it's, it's all about marketing and it's that's all it is but at the same time I feel like people should want to check shit out for themselves right like, actually get like digested for what you think about it and not what everybody else thinks right yeah i think like i'm all i'm big on support like i don't know i feel like even if some shit is like not up to par i'm gonna support it if it's my people because that means like my support could help them get to where they need to be. Right. If you know what I'm saying, if I believe in the passion and the drive that the person has, then I'ma support them even if they're not up to the up to the level. Right. Like I think that's important, and I feel like everybody should just have that mindset of supporting right. their own in general. My stance on it is, uh, everybody should have their own mind, like. You never know what you might like. Like, you don't have to like what everybody else likes. I mean, that's going to happen most of the time, but you might like some shit that you may never even thought you would have came across if you wasn't around, like, a certain group of people or some shit like that. So... Outside your comfort zone. Yeah, just... I'm just promoting free thinking. Being a free thinker. And not following behind, you know, what everybody else is listening to and what's live and what's not live from the public consensus. Um, Quick, how y'all feel about Kenny Stills getting arrested? What did he get arrested for? I forgot. They were protesting. Protesting for Breonna Taylor. And they got arrested on a what, like a trespassing charge or something like that? I think it was a high ass charge, bro. I think it was a felony, but they dropped it. 
Oh, they dropped too. Yeah, I mean they. This shit don't surprise me, bro. This, this the same shit, different day, bro. It, like, this shit don't change, bro. Like, yeah, bro. It is. I could. That's inevitable. Like, if if it wasn't Kenny Stills, it was gonna be some other person mm. in the same position. Yeah, Trey the truth got arrested too with them. Yeah. Yeah, bro. It's... And Portia and somebody else. Yeah. I don't, I don't so it's just they just arrested them for where they was at, basically, I guess. How y'all feel about I don't know, the whole race war going on right now and where do y'all see it going? Um I feel like uh, as far as the race war, it's like, like, what white people or other races that are um, racist towards us, they don't get is that like they don't get what we're fighting for. It's all of these different narratives on what we're fighting for, and it's like, yo, we really just fighting for the same opportunities, the same things that you guys have, the same privileges that you guys have. Like, we are at a disadvantage and we're tired of the disadvantages that we have and we're tired of dying for just doing regular shit that everybody else does. Right. Like, they don't get that. And I feel like if until they understand that, it'll always be an issue always be a problem this shit will never end until they get that and change shit that they doing so do you feel like it's gonna get to that point um it might but we probably won't live to see it um i change is slow like that so we might not live to see it but generations later on we'll. for sure how you feel about it, KC? I kind of said the same thing, that changes congressional, like, shit. Dealing with... It's kind of like the crockpot versus the microwave, like, theory. Like, it's going to take a long time to get where it needs to be and where, like, like, I want it to be and where, like, most people feel like it should be as, like, a culture and as, like, a whole, like... If we gonna live here, like everybody just gotta get along type shit. Okay, um but I don't know if we'll be alive to see it. But I think it will come. A quick analogy I just came up with, I feel like they still have they still kinda have white and colored shit. Like not posted but the mindset. Like, nice-ass neighborhoods. They got a certain type of store. Like, it's not like the H-E-B in the hood or some shit. Or... I mean, they set it up like that, like, systematically. They do it like that on purpose. Mm -hmm. Like, most of the time, the tax dollars are what pay for the different things in the area. Like, the Mm -hmm. schools, the roads, the grocery stores, really anything. Parking lots, anything. Mm-hmm. And in poor areas, poor neighborhoods, they can't put as much tax dollars because they're paying less on rent. Mm-hmm. Can't put as much tax dollars into the community. Mm-hmm. So, of course, that shit going to be fucked up. 
but of course that's where all the black people live and that's why once my areas start getting gentrified mm -hmm. that's why they start looking nicer like third ward that whole look kind of nice now yeah, yeah, that mother's called Midtown, right? Yeah. A lot of it is, it's bro. A lot of it, bro. I be, I be going past there a lot, especially being at TSU, bro. It's a lot of nice houses out there, like, like mansions. Like, I'm like, what the fuck, like, this big ass house doing that? But they, they buying the land and gentrifying that shit, and building it up, and now that's. Shit expensive. Uh, I was gonna say some ignorant shit, but not this episode. <laughs> Pretty fucked up, and that could go wherever. So, y'all got any quick stories about uh, high school, Marshall? Quick stories, quick stories, quick stories. Quick stories. It's too many stories. Uh, uh, the funny shit, I remember that nigga Blake. Uh, I forgot his last name, but Blake, you remember Blake? Yeah. He ran track. He was playing football his senior year. Mm -hmm. He won the fastest niggas at Marshall, but he didn't really play football, so when they had him playing football. That boy would come like on the sidelines because he knew he wasn't gonna play. Mm -hmm. He would have like food in his shoulder pads and just be eating during the game, yeah, like shit, right. pulling the shoulder pad up, eat real quick, put it all down. Every kid look, he was like, "Shit, I know I ain't gonna play, so shit, fuck." Like, gonna eat this that shit is crazy. That nigga played, bro. Is I had two. One, I remember. I'll never forget this day. I still have PTSD when I hear halfway. Mm -hmm. Like we was, <laughs> it was in the summer. We had a summer workout, and one day the AC about. was out. Yeah, gone, and we was doing push-ups and crunches the whole day, and like it was so bad, like. Everybody was like doing push-ups and crunches in their own puddle of sweat, right. and it was just like, it. And when we finished, everybody looked like they was like they went swimming. Like it was yeah, bad. Yeah. That I was remember brutal, that shit. Bro. Yeah, bro. That was one of the worst days. That was so terrible. It was cooler outside than it was in the field house. Yeah. It. Yeah. It was like that, and I also remember. Uh, it was y'all seeing you my junior year when we played George Ranch and we was losing like it wasn't like we was at this point it was inevitable that we was gonna lose this game and I just see this nigga uh, I just see this nigga dead on the sideline in his jacket bro like this nigga took his shoulder pads off oh, in yeah, the game clothes <laughs> He quit. <laughs> <laughs> he quit. Uh, he quit. Last Nigga, night. the season over. <laughs> yeah. You finna graduate the season over, nigga. This nigga, this nigga in his jacket, bro. That shit was funny, bro. This nigga took his pads off and everything. I ain't got no story. 
man. <laughs> <laughs> no story. I don't know. I have to be reminded about some shit. So shit, y'all hit me at my little DM. You remember other some shit? Nah, I don't. <laughs> that shit was trash. Every other, it was like every odd month or some shit. Yeah, hunting season every odd month. <laughs> every odd month. What type of shit is that? <laughs> like you good this month, but it's just getting hard. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Nick Cannon. How y'all feel about what he was saying? And how y'all feel about like? What they did and canceling his show and shit like that. Um, I'm still not even sure exactly what he said that was so bad. Mm-hmm. From the clip that I heard, I mean, maybe I didn't hear the whole thing how it was supposed to be heard, but mm-hmm. like as of recent, like I've heard that it was anti-Jews. What mm-hmm. he said, and I was like, the same clip I just listened to, or like was it something else? Because if mm-hmm. it's just that clip, I'm like, I don't see how. Yeah. They get that. I haven't personally done the research on exactly like his his words. Like I know I I I heard what he said, but I can't speak to how factual that is, or if mm-hmm. he just talking shit. Yeah. Um. Like just from the outside looking in, I don't all the way agree with it. Like just from what I know personally, but. Yeah. I ain't do the I ain't do no research on it. It's just my opinion, mm. but I ain't think probably had to fire him. They could have said like you know, they could have talked to that nigga. Yeah. I feel like the cancer culture is bullshit. And what's the point in freedom of speech when you can't even like exercise that right? Like cancel culture, what it's done is it don't let you. Make mistakes like what your life is gonna be for everybody. Like, bro, I heard just Nicole say, um, not just Nicole, just hilarious. Say, if bro, if 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 you cancel everybody, who the fuck we gonna have? And it's like that because it's like, really, if we hold everybody to the same standard, we'll all be canceled because we all did some fucked up shit in our lives. So it's like, you're not letting nobody make mistakes and you're not letting nobody learn from the mistakes either it's like you holding them against them forever because they have a platform right like so you feel like I ain't gonna lie I don't think Drew Brees canceled he probably not I mean then again he probably spoke up for like what a lot of those people feeling and then he was just like, Oh yeah, clean it up just to make people happy. But I, he's still good where he at. I think with Drew, I said this, I feel as though he he what he said what he originally said was wrong, obviously, and it was insensitive and tone deaf. But I do believe that he deserves the opportunity to be forgiven. I'm not saying, oh, he gave an apology, so let's just forgive him. Like, he has to earn that forgiveness for yeah. me. But I don't believe, oh, well, he said that, so that means he's a completely terrible person. Everything mm-hmm. that you knew about him was wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. He can be wrong in this instance and still be, you know what I'm saying, a good person and yeah. not racist or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But... 
he does have to earn forgiveness. Yeah. Right. And it's gonna be people. It's it's gonna be people that's gonna never forgive you for some shit. That's inevitable. Yeah. But I feel like as long as he knows in his heart that um that what he did was wrong, and that he works takes steps towards you know what I'm saying redeeming himself, mm-hmm. that I'm cool. For sure. Um. Coming out of this thing, anybody got any quick marks? Anybody want to plug anything? Anybody want to say some shit for the week over with? Um, single out. Um, you know how we do on all streaming platforms. Go check that out. Um, it's me and 208, which is um, my homies, our group name. So go fuck with that. What's your name? J Blaze for sure. For sure. KC. Shit, I'm good. For sure, no followers. You ain't trying to get no bitches. What's up? <laughs> nah, I mean, shit, my Twitter is at KC underscore and underscore JoJo. For sure. Uh, y'all keep supporting. Shout out to boy Peso Peso. That boy follow me. Uh, keep supporting. Keep listening. Uh, trying to expand this shit and last remark is shit nigga stop trying to be included in some shit without doing no work like find some shit to do and support like don't be like I support and not do shit behind the shit you know what I'm saying yeah. like actually support some shit but that's it. I'm out of this hole. We're going to get y'all some sleepers. Uh, Casey, you can start off with a sleeper. So, this mixtape came out almost 10 years ago. Uh, be 10 years in November. But my favorite artist, you know, I feel like he's damn near the best rapper out right now. So, if I can find it. Damn, you might as well play my shit first. Shit, go ahead. I mean, if you got it ready, I really, you know. Oh, still on me. Hold on, I got it. Damn, it's been really ain't the same no more, man. Man, it ain't. That <laughs> shit used to be the, 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 the best shit, fucking app, bro. Niggas used to fuck with Spin Rilla more than anything. Now, that shit, that shit an afterthought. Uh, only reason I got that hoe is for like J. Cole shit and Wayne shit. That's it. Yeah, I don't use that shit for nothing else. Yeah, the middle state of a young black genius conflicted. The fast life I done seen on the screen is addictive. Money and clothes I done dreamed about. And all the hoes that I think about. They tell me, am I wrong for visualizing material shit I never had? Waving gats instead of flags, the American dream. Why do we cling to the villains? Knowing they kill them. My niggas high enough to swing from the ceiling. Ink from the pen spilling on my notebook. Filled with 
dream, this is my hope book Steal the screens from little girls Shot and killed, fill my head on the daily At times I question God, can you blame me? They can't take me Two-Face, J. Cole From Friday Night Lights Hey, that hoe's love I might have to jump now What you got for us? Man, I had one, but I feel like I'm the sleeper, so I'm going to play my own shit. But let's hit it. Hey, we playing on your shit because of my body. I just love that shit. What you owe your shit up? It's on Alpha Music. I can sing you that hope. But you can start my shit down here. Start it. Oh. Uh, my shit is gonna be that boy me. Uh, that boy got a song other side of America. So pretty hard. I felt this. Your schools are no good. You have no jobs. Fifty-eight percent of your youth is unemployed. What the hell do you have to lose? We're pulling lap on the upside of America. Mama let me sip the 40. I was just a shorty. Yeah. Then I started spitting garlic. And they said, record me. Yeah. I feel like this shit was for me. This shit is my story. Yeah. Uh, out the porch. Uh, I got a porch, man. Take it back. I'm on the block with the killers and hoeing my own, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I see my mom and dad separate and talking divorce.
It's your boy Swain. I ain't got no poem this week. Just uh, y'all boys keep supporting. And uh, we out this whole 2234 podcast, episode 5.